Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Wild, and I'm here today to talk about the zone because it's one of my places of expertise. There are four steps to get into the zone, and anyone can do it. And the reason I think the zone is so important is because 
most of the things that we think we want or desire, we try to get with our conscious mind and by thinking to it. And really, it's ideal to go to our truest purpose through our subconscious mind and by letting go of some of the barriers we may have placed in front of ourselves and some of those self-sabotaging habits that seem kind of invisible, but then you look back and go, yeah, I got my own way. So I'm an NBA mental performance coach, and I also do quantum sports medicine for athletes. I just spent five days in Costa Rica. So I have the first tan that I've had in about two years, because for some reason, uh, during the COVID lockdown, I thought I couldn't go to the pool. I don't know why. Um, and what it was really interesting. We were we landed in Costa Rica and took a three-hour, well, they said three hours. It was really five. So I learned in Costa Rica that time doesn't matter to them as much, and they're not into goals like we are. They're not, you know, I only saw two people with goals and guess what? They were both people who had, one was American and one had lived in America for 15 years. So people there are very into the day. They're very present to the moment. It was very beautiful to watch. And it's interesting because they also cannot change their economic status. Not really. You know, there was a woman there who married a wealthy American and she changed her status. But when you do that, your family, you know, they expect you to help them. So Nate Forrest and I were talking about, hey, why don't, you know, maybe when you change your status, you don't really have any more money because now you're, you know, sharing with all your cousins. And it was interesting to see the people so happy. And even though they lived in, you know, tin huts with walls that didn't even, you know, fully close without windows that opened. And some of the doors just had a, a piece of cloth in front of the door or it was just an open door. And, you know, it made me very grateful to be an American, but also... And I don't know how many of you guys will relate to this, but it made me realize that maybe I can have a little less ambition and just more alignment with my everyday life and a little more alignment with purpose because I'll still get to the place I like to be headed to and like to get to without being super competitive and super ambitious. But it's okay to still, you know, desire things and desire a change maybe of, you know, status because we do have that thing here, right, in America where we can go from dirt poor to really rich. We can be in the service industry and then we can become a doctor. We can change where we are. But I think there's something to that that maybe keeps us always in a state of want. And maybe we don't get to be present and relaxed because we feel, I don't know if you guys feel this, but I feel a little bit of pressure to always do my best, to always do better, to make something, to quote, make something out of myself. So what I was realizing is that if we just can learn how to access the zone a little more often, which is really the flow state infinity, right? The zone is the flow state and then some. Once we learn that, we can actually find our true happiness within that state. So there are four simple steps. I keep it simple so that, you know, if I work with NBA athletes, they're not going to remember complicated things. So the four simple steps have an acronym. The acronym is FLOW, F-L-O-W. So the first step to getting into the zone, because everyone can do this, I promise you, anyone can, is F for frequency. So the first thing you want to do is change your frequency. So if you need to get in the zone and you're stressed out or you're running around like a crazy person, the first thing to do is to stop and get still and find your breath. And by saying find your breath, what I mean is you begin to observe how you're breathing. And if you do this right now, just observe how you're breathing. And maybe you're breathing in a shallow way. Maybe you're breathing deeply. I don't know. Maybe you do breath work. But just observe it first. And when you observe it, you don't have to change it. But just knowing, oh, look at how I'm breathing. Becoming aware, right? The self-awareness is really the gift. If we can become aware of where we are at any given moment, of what the thoughts are in our heads, of 
you know, why we have a back pain. Oh, you know, it's not always just a physical thing. It's an emotional thing. And so having an awareness of where we are in the moment, what's going through our heads, how we're breathing is just a way to change the frequency. That's the first step, F for frequency. And the second step is the L. This is one of my favorite ones because I have to do this all the time. Lose your mind because I get so caught up in my head sometimes. And how do you lose your mind? It's pretty easy. You just imagine silly things. So when I work with basketball players, they think it's silly to imagine a red basketball or a blue basketball. So that's for them. That's that's a pretty extreme extent of their imagination sometimes because they don't always want to be you know, self-effacing or too silly. But for us in this room, I think we can imagine a purple hippopotamus or a bright green giraffe. Because if you just go for one second and take yourself into your imagination, that's how you start to lose your mind and get disconnected from the overthinking, right? The overthinking is really what kind of brings us down. So I had a woman who came to me for a healing session and she had a lot of pain in her spleen. The spleen's on the left side. And our spleen, first of all, spleen time is 9 a.m. to 11. So I found that in my work, people who are late a lot have a weakened spleen. It's hard to get there on time if your spleen that's supposed to work from 9 to 11, it's never in sync. And so the spleen is also about overthinking. So if you're overthinking and doing too much worrying, it can often cause little pains in our side. So it's interesting to start to notice, oh, when this is going on in my mind, this goes on in my body. And so all the things that show up in our bodies can be released in general, you know, 95% of the time by shifting our mindset, by letting go of our, you know, I like to call it our, you know, schizophrenic minds, because on some level with all this overthinking we do, right, instead of being in the moment, we are kind of driving ourselves crazy little by little. If we don't have some awareness, we don't stop and pause and meditate and pray and be aware of the thoughts and the personalities and the battles inside our head. Because I sometimes will hear a battle inside my head. Go back and say this. No, get in the car. Be pre be present. Be spiritual. No, go back and tell them that. No, get in the car. You're a spiritual person. So I don't know if you, you can relate, but sometimes I hear those battles in my head. Like, I thought I was becoming more awakened and more self-aware. And here I am right back in, you know, being the person I was when I was 18. So when those things happen, it's good to, to start to imagine. Because the imagination is the key to getting into the zone. So using all of your senses too, right? If I want to see, uh, imagine a purple giraffe, I want to imagine what it feels like. What does that purple giraffe smell like? I don't know, hopefully good. What does it look like? What does it sound like? And so our physical senses to our intuitive senses have a bridge in between. So I call that the cosmic bridge. So you want to actually use all your senses and shift from the physical senses to your intuitive senses through your imagination. And imagination is the key Really, you know, we know this if we read things like Joseph Murphy and Bob Proctor and those people, um, and even Florence Novel Shin. I have to name a woman too, don't I? So using our intuition and, and visualizing and imagining some of the things we'd like to experience is the best way. Just get to the space where it's already happening. So because, you know, if we're not consciously creating our life, we sometimes end up with a mishmash of all kinds of things. Maybe we didn't ask for some of them because... Our subconscious mind is so powerful that whatever you place within it, it ultimately becomes a memory. So I have my athletes imagine over and over again winning a world championship so that they imagine it so much that it's like they won a world championship. And then when it's time for the championship game or the playoffs, it's just in their memory. They feel like they may have done it already. So you can first see it in the mind, in your imagination, and then you start to experience it. So step three 
because we have F-L-O-W. F is to shift your frequency. L is to lose your mind through imagination. And the O is to open the cosmic door. So what's that, right? What I mean here is that you're going to imagine that you have a place, a cosmic space. So for me, it would be either a cosmic stage, maybe where I do public speaking, or a cosmic a uh, locker room where I work with athletes before the game, or if I was a basketball player still, I'd have a cosmic arena. So each one of you will have a place. You know, if it's Sean Shapiro, he's going to have a cosmic adjustment room. If you do sales or business, a cosmic office, a cosmic real estate office, whatever it is, your cosmic space is unique to you. But you can also have things that aren't related to work and money there. You'll have your relaxation space. You'll have your family space. So you can make a magnificence. You'll just imagine what this space looks like. And sometimes it just kind of shows up. So the O is to open the cosmic door. You can imagine having a key. You open the door and see what's inside. And inside the cosmic space, you create the place where you can see yourself being very successful. Because inside your cosmic space, you will win. And how do you win in your cosmic space? You just do superhuman mental reps. So for basketball players, I have them score a million points a game. So you want to think about what your million point game is in your industry. Maybe you sell a million cars a day. And it's ideal to do it like for one day or for one session, right? I don't have them score a million points a week, a million points a game, right? Or maybe it's a sales period for you. So I, you know, I, I sold a million, you know, items in this sales period. So think of something really ridiculous and you want to be outrageous here. Be outrageous. Come on. Like, don't be mediocre. Don't be too normal. Go crazy with your imagination and let yourself win so big when you're creating this cosmic space because being outrageous is going to be some of the key and some of the point and the purpose to getting to that higher level. Okay, so the F-L-O-W, um, if, like, if you do like these steps, you can always um, send me a message on Instagram and I'll send you a PDF. I got really good at Canva during the COVID, so I, I actually can make little graphic design things. I pretend. I mean, I'm not great at it, but... Um, I can pull things together and I can, I can fake it until I make it, which I did. I faked it till I made it and I made a PDF called four steps to the zone and F L O W frequency, lose your mind, open the cosmic door and W for win. So if you're driving, you can't see me cause I don't know where I am on stage. I'm kissing a basketball, so you can always find me later. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You can ask me to share the four steps to the zone with you because when you get into that space, you want to live from the space, right? Live from the zone. You can even practice getting into the zone every day, every morning, every afternoon, whatever, you know, however your day goes. If you feel bad, let me stop and do these four steps and shift something and change something because you really are capable of so much more than your brain thinks, than your mind allows you to dream about. And so that's why we do outrageous superhuman mental reps, because if you're outrageous, your subconscious mind has to let loose a little bit, right? And then in Costa Rica, they'd say pura vida, which means pure life. It was interesting because people in Costa Rica in the working class, they work six hour days. You know, here in America, we're like, we got to get to a four day work week. And I'm all down. I'm down for that. Right. 
But in Costa Rica, they worked six days a week, eight hours a day. And there was a man at the hotel who waited on us. And it was so interesting because he was very proud that he'd worked for 24 years at this beautiful Marriott. Like for four days, I wouldn't say I was roughing it, but we were in a small hotel, you know, far away from the city center. But it was right across from the ocean. It was so beautiful and kind of in the jungle, you know. So this guy said, yeah, 24 years here. And Nate and I said, do you really work six days a week? He said, yeah, six days, eight hours. I didn't have the heart to tell him that was a lot. So I just said, wow, that's very dedicated. And people there do work long weeks, long hours, and yet still pura vida because somehow they found a way to be present, to love what they have and to love what's in front of them. So I would like to see if you guys have any questions about the zone, about the four steps, uh, about anything that I've spoken on. So I'm just going to look. I haven't really gone to the audience in a while because my segment's half an hour and it, I tend to talk a lot longer than um, I should for those half hours. But today, look at me. I'm in the pura vida. So pure life. And I spoke for 13 minutes. So who has a question or a thought or comment? Hey, Forbes. Hey, Miss Laura. It is Forbes Riley. Hi, Forbes. Good morning, darling. Can I talk about serendipity? Yes. I'm in Miami right now getting ready to shoot a show. And believe it or not, about three minutes ago, I was walking with my fiance talking about our time in Costa Rica across the street from an, an ocean, how beautiful it was watching the iguanas eating fresh mangoes. I walked in here and you were talking about that as though God is saying, maybe you need to go back to Costa Rica. I'm in awe right now of, of your energy, your passion, but the serendipity of your words were like, it was, I, I have often believed that God speaks to you through people since I've never met a burning bush. And I just heard him through me going through you going, wow, there is an elegance there, there that the, where we live and the way we live is not is not sufficient enough. Do you actually live there or are you vacationing there? Yeah, I went just for five days to do a mastermind. And, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere else the rest of the year. I was going to relax and chill. And someone said, hey, can you make it to the mastermind? I said, no, I cannot. And then the next day here I was booking. I booked my ticket on a Wednesday and I got there on Sunday. So I just went for five glorious days and yeah, I think you're supposed to go back. <laughs> so, so I went for, I went for a mastermind like you did and the car said, don't go North, go South. And from Tamarindo ended up in Nazara, spent two months there because I couldn't go home. Wow. So it's fascinating to have this conversation about doing a retreat there. I loved it. I was inspired by it and listening to you talk, I'm thinking, Hmm, this girl's got it going on. I loved your energy. I loved how you, talk about manifesting happiness at all moments. And I just wanted to honor you, send you some flowers and say that you're on the right track. Oh, thank you so much, Forbes. I appreciate you. You know, you know my friend, Matt Andrews, and I think you might even know my uncle, Bob Gilpatrick, because he's in a mastermind in Tampa with all those guys. That's where I live, my girl. You need to come down here. I've got a TV station, a big TV studio. We do private masterminds. And Matt Andrews is one of my all-time favorite mentors. I'm right down here with Grant Cardone in Miami having an amazing mastermind. Oh my God, when like-minded people get together, two plus two equals one million. I love it. Well, I'll be in Tampa around December 28th. I know that maybe you may be, you know, doing something for the holidays, but yeah, I'll make sure I check in. Back Thank channel, you. Back channel. Okay, I will. Outstanding. And congrats on your having a fiance. That's a beautiful thing. And one of my goals for uh, maybe 2023. I'm not, you know, right now I got things I'm doing. So <laughs> much love. Much love to you too. Does anyone else have something to say or add? You can make a comment. You don't have to have a question. I just, you know, I miss sometimes the old school clubhouse where we would just kind of have these conversations. So 
I'm hungry for all of that. So I'm just looking to see who might be flashing a mic. And if I don't see you and um, you've been flashing, you can jump in as long as we don't get too chaotic. Although I do kind of like chaos sometimes. Um, Amanda Sanner here. Um, hi. I um, w Wonderful uh, segment you had there. I'm uh, just always so appreciative of the way you guys pour into us. Um, with losing your mind, uh, the imagination, um, just kind of getting into that space. Do you have any recommendations on um, activities or any kind of way that you can kind of uh, encourage that imagination to kind of start going? Yeah, one of the first and easiest things to do is, for example, because I've had players who say, you know, I can't see a blue basketball. So I start with something really simple. I say, okay, imagine that, like, this one is easy, right? Imagine there's a, a lemon in your hand. What color is it? It's yellow. Get a knife. Imagine you have a knife and you cut it open and then smell the lemon. And now just drizzle a tiny bit on your tongue. So you can start with something really familiar and imagine having it even if you don't. You can do the same thing with an orange or anything that's, you know, really aromatic because the key is to use your senses because you can use your physical, your like your biology can improve your psychology, meaning you use your physical senses to improve your imagination and to improve your mindset. So this is why, you know, you want to, you know, imagine a lemon and you smell it, you taste it, you even notice what it sounds like as you slice it or as you, you know, squeeze it. So hopefully that makes sense because really, you know, you want to start to imagine things in different colors. That's the fastest way. Like for little kids, they just laugh. I go, imagine there's a blue giraffe in the room. And, you know, if it's a bunch of five-year-olds, there's a cackling amount of laughter, right? And so for us, we go, okay, you know, we tend to not be in the joy as much. So the best way to, to start to, you know, play with your imagination is to use things that you see already and see them and then take that lemon and make it bright purple and then see if it has a different smell and start to, with your eyes closed, I would say, and go through all the senses. Does that make any sense or should I try to elaborate? Uh, that does. And I have to say that by the time you told me to take the knife and I'm going to cut the lemon, like my, I was already getting that, like, I was starting to salivate, <laughs> you know, like at the thought of it. I mean, it really does like that. It kind of takes you there, but, um, I guess maybe to reframe. Uh, so if your imagination can kind of, uh, go to different colors and use all my senses, um, how do you suggest that you, utilize that time or space of imagination. Um, I guess I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay, well, pray my okay. question. Yeah, what is what is the thing that you like would like to be excellent at or that, well, something you're working on, whether it's a work project, home project, what is just name something. Um a podcast topic. Okay, okay. So like I'm trying to kind okay. of Hold All right. So what I would do if I were you is I would create this podcast space as your cosmic space and let it be in, like, let it be the most elaborate, luxurious podcast space you've ever seen. And then as you imagine it, I want you to imagine, I don't know, all the people there. You want to imagine Grant Cardone, Forbes Riley, you know, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan. Imagine all those people there in your podcast. And then you can pick some people you know already. But to start practicing your imagination, you want to begin to see yourself doing the things that your your conscious mind may be afraid of or may be hesitant about because you want to move past your hesitation with your imagination. So as you start to imagine it, what's important about it is your subconscious mind kind of locks in these memories. And so you can actually gain a little confidence 
You can gain a little more surety about where you're going. And you may even notice, huh, there's a feeling in, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe there's anxiety when you do these imagination things. Sometimes people will realize there's another direction to go in. So you can start to follow your heart a little more easily when you imagine and see how you feel when you imagine it. Like when I imagine playing basketball, because even though I'm not at the basketball age at this point for like competitive basketball, I can still dunk in my mind, right? So one thing I know for sure and for certain is that playing basketball is always one of my great joys because I love to imagine playing basketball and being outrageous and I dunk from half court. So what is your dunk from half court moment with your podcast? You know, is it a certain person? Is it having the mic that's, you know, $20,000 or whatever it is? So you want to start to imagine you doing that and at the next, 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 next level. Absolutely. And thank you so much for every uh, part of that answer. It was all just awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Amanda. Yeah. And you guys, my, um, you know, one thing is like, I'm looking at my messages on Instagram or clubhouse and I see 245. Now, most of those I've answered and they're just people saying, thank you. However, my Instagram messages do not get backed up the same way my clubhouse messages do because my Instagram messages always work. And I'm on Instagram a lot more than I'm on clubhouse. So feel free to send me a message if you have a question or if you'd like a clarification. And then like, as I said earlier, the four steps to the zone, you can, as a Nate Forrest and I would joke, you can DM me space bar, but really, um, you can just that, DM that me. That is not appropriate. Is <laughs> that Sean Shapiro? Laura, I just want to make sure you said that Instagram is most appropriate. Yeah, Instagram is Correct. most appropriate. <laughs> I must, actually, I must... uh, if I can, this is, I guess, uh, while I have the space and you brought up the topic, for um, any, and this is for any of you on the stage that have like, an actual following and have people, you know, that might want to get in contact with you for actual things. I'm not there yet. So, uh, being that I might try to say, get in touch with you. How, if I just really have something, um, significant to like reach out to someone for, how do you, how do you get through like the 245 messages? Like um, for any of you, what is the, uh, like what makes someone's message uh, something oh. that you want to respond to yeah. versus just like the regular money? Right. Well, I have the same problem, Amanda. If I want someone to answer me who's a big shot, the first thing I might do is mention them. So I take a post and I repost it and make sure, I don't know, you know, not everyone knows this. I was like, last year days old when I discovered that if you repost someone's posts, if you don't hashtag them, they'll never know. So you have to use the at symbol with their Instagram handle for them to know that you reposted their post. So when you repost someone, it shows up in the mentions right above the messages. So reposting a couple times, liking some of their posts and sending a message is the fastest way. Um, also, you definitely need to follow them for them to see your messages. And I think persistence is the key. And at times, like I wanted to talk to Jesse, the guy who's married to Sarah Blakely from Spanx. Her husband's name is Jesse. I forgot his last name, but um, she's a little more famous than he is. What is his last name? Isler. Yeah, Jesse Isler. Thank you. You're my brain. Did you? I, where's my brain been? So what I wanted to write to him, what I did was because the athletes are up till two in the morning, like Shaquille O'Neal is up. Like he's a two in the morning guy. You know why? Because 5 p.m. in the afternoon, people are bothering him all over the streets, right? So I just messaged Jesse at like two in the morning and on Instagram, he messaged me back and I knew there was no assistant at two in the morning. Right. 
So sometimes in the middle of the night, you get lucky. Um, that's the time I sent a tweet to Tim Robbins and he liked my tweet like two in the morning. I was like, I wonder what Tim Robbins is doing on Twitter. What a, what a basic way to get in touch with someone or to, to connect, but it worked. So I would say like, you know, persistence and, you know, asking a question because, you know, when you ask someone a question with a question mark, their brain wants to answer that in general. Right. Hope that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so hey, much. Laura, and I, I think that the biggest steps? takeaway for that is uh, for people to maybe um, use avenues outside of the messaging to get their message across. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thank exactly. you so much. That was great. Hey, thanks, Amanda. That was a great question. And yeah, Alexander Gonzalez. I know you. Have yeah, some- yeah. So Amanda, one of the things that you'll learn is that most people don't check their requests. And if they do, it's usually some sort of VA or some sort of assistant that's running their social media. But people love to check their likes and comments. So one of the things that I've done, and that's how I've been able to develop a friendship with the Iron Cowboy. I just reached out to the Paralympian who was a snowboarder that lost her legs and then joined the Paralympics. And, and then Allie, uh, I can't remember her name, but we we're now DMing. These are all people with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and blue check marks. And what I do is I comment on at least three of their posts. And in one of the comments, I let them know, Hey, I love your stuff. I sent you a DM and I let them know until they respond. Like, I have reached out to Tiffany Haddish several times. She's yet to respond. That's okay. I know she's busy. She hit, but I'm ready when she's ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so what I'm doing is, yeah, exactly. I, I, I just, hey, hey, sent you a DM because there are higher chances that she will actually see your comment more so than your request in the folder. Us who we're not even anywhere close to that, our request folder can get filled and it can take a long time to get back to that. And it's organized really uniquely. And um, the more followers you have, get you get pushed up to the top request. If you don't click all requests, you might miss it. And so the key is this, is stay top of mind, stay present, but go where they're looking. And the chances are they're not looking in the requested DMs, but they are looking at their comments. So um, that's something that has worked for I love that, Alexander. Yeah, and I think actually you were the ones who taught me uh, to start doing mentions and comments. So, Alexander, you've been my teacher. And you know what? Saturday was my clubhouse anniversary. So I just am so grateful for all of the people. I mean, the reason I was in Costa Rica is because Chip Hopper and Brooke uh, Heyman from the social media show ran a mastermind there. They invited me. Guess who else went? Nate Forrest. I met Nate Forrest through Costa Rica. So Clubhouse has brought, I've never gone to Costa Rica with my regular in real life friends, but my Clubhouse friends who are also now my in real life friends are people I've traveled to another country with. Like there's really been uh, an extreme up-leveling of my life because of Clubhouse, but it's not Clubhouse, the app, it's Clubhouse, the people. So if you're new to Clubhouse or fairly new, or you're just wondering what to do with it, just stick with it, you know, make, create, make uh, connections be consistent, go in the same rooms over and over again, get to know people because it's opened up doors for me and opened up my heart. And I've really just enjoyed it so much. So if you're interested in the zone, actually, Sarah, it's funny. I see Sarah put the link up. I was going to put my link up to my uh, zone thing, but I don't know how to do that. I haven't been on clubhouse enough to know the updates. So uh, if you, there's not another question about the zone, uh, I'm just going to kind of scroll because you are in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We're here every Monday through Friday from 
uh, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. And I'm on the East Coast again, y'all. So I'm not having to wake up at four for my five o'clock segment. Oh, wow. I get to get up at eight. I mean, not well, eight. I get to get up at seven, but five. But then I'm ready and my voice sounds like it's awake. Shout out to Piro. No 3 a.m. How you doing? That's awesome. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I'm on the West Coast, it's like, I'll, you know, if I'm up till midnight, I'm going to text people. And I'm like, well, turn your phone off. Notifications off, Sean. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> So uh, I'm back in, I'll, I'll be back in Atlanta. I'm actually in, um, oddly enough, I'm in South Carolina today. So uh, I'll be in South Carolina and North Carolina. Joy Farley has no idea that I plan to see her for like an hour, maybe this week. So if you guys are around those areas and you have time for a 20 minute coffee break, I have a lot of work I'm doing, but I'd love to meet anyone who's in the um, Chapel Hill area. And today I'm in south carolina and uh near greenville so i love you my my clubhouse friends if i don't know you well yet please um you know send me a message or if you know if you're fairly new to clubhouse i'd love to connect with more people i'm always you know adding people to my network of friends and it's really an honor and a privilege to be here on the stage sharing my information with you guys so today i covered four steps to getting in the zone i'm happy to share it with you again I have a beautiful, beautiful Canva PDF that I made. If I do say so myself, my skills are growing. During COVID, I decided to get better at things that are so important, like Canva and uh, being a good friend and things like that. So, Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.